Hello punters, welcome back for another edition of Off The Map, the weekly map podcast. I'm here again with Lee Dalton, currently at filming. Uh, the track I think is in the soft range, a bit more rain to come, so it's always tricky to map these races when we're going to get scratchings inevitably, uh, and they might be fanning across the track, but we've done our best. Uh, welcome back. Thanks Brad, it's good to be back, second week for the uh, carnival, and yeah, we've, it's going to be a different ball game on Saturday, we're going to strike a wet track, we've got first uppers these fields might not hold up as to what they are at the minute but regardless there's a lot of depth there and i think it'll be a fascinating meeting regardless of how this weather goes yeah san domenico stakes looks an interesting little race a bit of quality there with a couple of really nice colts the race we're going to start though is race three now you've got this pegged as a, as a fast early tempo thy kingdom come your potential leader i think so the speed's drawn wide so that's going to ensure that it's on from the get-go with thy kingdom come shock alert and bart drawn uh, the extreme outside I mapped that Kingdom come in front. It just sticks in my head the day that uh, he won a race around the Kenzo track and led and just really freewheeled out in front. And that was, in my opinion, his career best win. So I thought a repeat of that uh, was the best chance. But not going to have things his own way with Shock Alert and Bart both wanting to take up positions. Old map maker, he's drawn well. He'll land in his usual spot forward of midfield. And I thought uh, a horse that was having its first start for Bjorn Baker last time out, Ira Kanju, I thought can be a lot closer here. Stepping up to 1,400 from the 1,200 last time, uh, a horse that we knew with Team Hawks that generally raced in an on-speed position. So I think we'll see a lot closer and stand by for a change of tactics there. Okay, that about sums up that race. Moving across to race four. Again, you've got a fast early tempo. No surprise, your Monasterio, Monsur Sisu and Ula Saba. They look the three that are really going to push forward here. And look, no surprise with Ula Saba if after getting across, lets those two drawn to the outside in Monsieur Sisu and Monasterio cross and take it up. As we saw last start at Canterbury when Monasterio led from uh, Ula Saba. So no surprise there. Plenty of pressure in it. You've got Nahul has the blinkers first time drawn very wide. What are the options there? Missy Beal now, she's up to 2,000 metres. Uh, and I've got Constellations right on speed, the Anthony Cummings uh, trained mare. Uh, look, this is new territory for her, 2,000 metres. She got well back first up, that was um, over the 1,400 metres. I think by default just lands there, coming out of some solid 1,400 metre races, she'll be right there. And we've got the two... Uh, imports of sorts in yeah i was going to ask you grace. about how you how you map them heart of grace and the good fight correct from the top the good fight drawn barrier 14 when drawn wide in new zealand gone straight back and ran on very well so there'll be no change there heart of grace had the two trials here in australia uh, one of those was run at a really strong tempo and didn't struggle to keep up but was well away from the speed and then the most recent controlled it from the front I wouldn't imagine much closer than midfield, but they won't want to waste a good barrier either. So not going to be in that early speed battle in my eyes, but around about the midfield, if not a pair better. Yeah, really good support for that, that horse already. Hard, yeah, hard of yeah, grace. Hard of grace. Yeah, yeah, certainly keep an eye on that particular runner. We're on to the San Domenico stakes here. Now, the leader looks pretty obvious, Anna Heed. Um, dubious as a little question mark uh, whether he runs down in Melbourne. Outside of that, Bivouac looks a natural want to stalk, play that stalking role. Yeah, as Bivouac was able to do at Caulfield first up, uh, was never much more than probably two and a half lengths away from the leaders at any point. 
I couldn't see him being far away here. Uh, Anna Heedle lead on her, on his ear. Uh, that's no dramas at all. If Dubious does come out, is there a chance that that tempo becomes slow as opposed to average? It would be a danger, and then I suppose possibly Catch Me goes forward from what's a wide barrier in a small field. Uh, Royal Popcorn, there are reports out there that the intention would be to be closer there. In my eyes, probably can't be really. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, sort of pegged as a get-back horse now after two runs in the autumn for Waller. Did draw eight of eight and 16 of 16 on those occasions. So I haven't got yes, yes, yes stamped as a get-back type yet. And I think this preparation from better draws can be closer. The only horse I'm saying can't get anywhere near the leader here is Exceedance. Just doesn't have the natural speed even with barrier one. Okay, so it sets up a little bit tricky for him back on the fence there from one. It does, but if they walk the the sectionals that can be reeled off, it, it might not be such a bad setup. And we throw in a wet track and how it's playing. It, I, I wouldn't want to be putting any pens through anyone at this stage <laughs> of play. Yeah, fair enough. All right, moving across to the, the, the Premier's Cup. Uh, you've got this marked as an average early tempo. Interesting, your two leaders here, though. Come play with me and Mawani Machine. Yeah, they've drawn 10 and 11 at this stage, and I thought that they'll work and cross, and that's, that'll inject a little bit of tempo early, and I've got the very popular Wolf taking a sit here. I just feel the intention with Wolf is to find that second, third, fourth spot where possible, and we saw that second up at Canterbury last prep hit a 1900 metre race, drew well, good speed on and was more than content to let a couple go and I think that'll be the play here early. Wurgok from the barrier falls into a perfect spot. Uh, apart from that the race is probably pretty clear cut. Yeah, Dagny out the back has his tendency of missing the start, doesn't he? Missing you? the start, barrier 12, yeah, so Savakul back there. Grey Lion's a horse that we did know as a bit of an on-pacer in a past life but last prep for Matthew Smith was predominantly racing midfield or a pair worse and low flying so i don't see any change to that uh theory in this preparation all right the ming dynasty uh, i think a few punters out there the curious aspect of this is where maddie rocks goes so we've seen this horse in its first preparation uh particularly second up it sat right on the speed well when we were talking off air you mentioned that the fact that maddie rocks went so well first up just leading to the fact they might be ridden conservatively again here i believe so and there looks sufficient speed in the race uh, we don't know how good Pandemic might be. That, that could be one of the great uh, BM70s of the carnival that Matty Rocks comes through the other yeah, day. Definitely. And went enormous in my eyes, ridden cold. Draws 10 here. I think the play's to go back. I'd be surprised if there's any change to that. Okay, you've got back, you're back there, you've got Alligator Blood. Uh, take us through how you map this bloke, because he comes down from, from Queensland. Correct, I found it really hard to get a handle on the Alligator. Uh, the two runs as a two-year-old, they didn't really show me much. And then obviously was close up first up at Doombin over the 1,200. It was a genuinely ran race. But from barrier 11, I just said, well, where are you going to end up? Academy is our leader from barrier one. No worries there. Savory, change of tactics last time to ride a little bit quieter. Now the blinkers go on. I'm sure it's going to be bang right up on the speed today. Satin Rocks, Aspect Ratio came back and trialled in a fast trial over the 7.35 before leading first up. Uh, Reformist draws better here. I just I don't see a spot for the Alligator any closer than coming back with Matty Rocks. Yeah. But 
I stand to be corrected. <laughs> the little disclaimer there. Yeah, definitely. Savory is an interesting one, isn't it? Because I, I agree with you. I think he looked much more comfortable there outside of the leader, what we saw on debut. And it is a little bit of a statement of intent, if you will. The blinkers going on, they ride in positively, and I think that's probably his best chance. I think it's the best chance. Uh, from barrier one last time, didn't look particularly happy. No. In behind, behind a couple, so I think here it'll be the pretty clear intent to be bang possibly as close as outside the lead. All right, we'll touch on a couple of good races, but this is potentially the best of the bunch. I know it's a benchmark 88, but geez, it's got some depth. Hopefully it holds up because there's a couple of horses here first up with a little question mark over their head whether they'll run around, but you've got your Bow Ideals, your Desert Lords, your Grey Worms, Hugh May Smile, Mr. Songman, Fasika. Exactly right. Hawkbury on hers. Got a couple on the trot. So mapping these, you make me smile and Mr. Songman out in front, and uh, you've got it pegged as a fast early tempo. I think it'll be a really genuine fast run race. Uh, Mr. Songman wasn't able to control it first up, but that was 1,100. I think 1,200 will be really intent to lead. You make me smile. All two Royale first up over the 1,100, went all the way back to the rear from the wide, drawer, uh, wide barrier. Now 1,200 metres, good drawer, apprentice on. Uh, I've got no doubt that he'll be racing in the um, in the first five here at worst, and that's how we knew all two Royale originally. Tricky for Hawkbury on her here, drawn 14, pre-scratchings, uh, drawn 4-2 and 4 this prep in small fields, everything's been to render plan. This is a little bit tricky here from barrier 14 with plenty of speed drawn inside. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the track plays come race 8. Maybe it's not such a big disadvantage, but Bow Ideal is the one I wanted to talk to you about because he looked relatively speedy. I, I was his, surprised. In, his, in a couple of trials, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I looked at the form guide and I said, oh, you have a different um, shape to what most of these Godolphin imports that we see coming here now. You haven't been out. Uh, over the 2000 or the 2400 yeah. it's it's a different ball game than bringing a sprinting type here and there's definitely enough speed in uh, in his legs barrier 15 knocks that around a little bit and I said well maybe here first up midfield three wide with a little bit of cover but wouldn't fall over if a pair closer and Desert Law is the one we'll, we'll just end on um, drawn two just lobs in behind there somewhere and just the perfect draw won't be getting any speed battle, battles early but is going to be within three, four lengths of leaders when they swing for home. As you said, wet track, they most likely fan a little bit, so should be clear running there. Perfect. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in, and thank you, Lee, for joining us again with those couple of insights, and hopefully the punters can back a couple of winners. Thank you, Brad. I'll see you there Saturday.